You ready to do this? Always. Podcast. I promise we're high on the hogs and not anything else. <laughs> oh, we're gonna leave that playing a little bit in the background there. That's fun stuff. Oh man, good stuff. It's hey, be happy. We got to be happy. The hogs. Something happened on Saturday. Mark curls happened on Saturday. Offense didn't happen on Saturday, <laughs> except unless you were throwing the ball downfield, which is what they five of five for two hundred and forty six yards. Yeah. Two touchdowns? I think two touchdowns. I think that's right. On any throw over 20 yards. But no, we don't want to throw the ball hey, down the field. Hey. Tappy time. Stop. Tappy time. We're not going to talk about the bad or how much we hate Mark Curls and whoever he's the financial advisor for. We should not know how to spell that last name. <laughs> we shouldn't even know who he is. But unfortunately, he just keeps rearing his ugly head against Arkansas and other SEC teams. Punch that dude in the baby maker. So, as we get into recap, we first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Appreciate you joining us. Hopefully, you're listening, hanging with the fam, hearing our fantastic music in the background. I know. Go home. <laughs> you didn't take your two negative COVID tests? Nope. <laughs> did not. She oh, actually called and wanted, she wanted, like, proof, wanted me to bring them with me. I said, <laughs> I will not be there. Sorry. Have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, we're having brisket for Thanksgiving. I'm so coming with you. Coming with it. My brother's making it, not me, so it should be good. So Thankfully. All right. <laughs> going to Steve's house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, there's room. We'll make space. You might have to bring, like, some mac and cheese. Just don't do like my sister-in-law does and bring it a box and cook it when you're there. What shall I make? I don't know. I don't have, we'll, we'll, we can we'll discuss figure that this later. Out. Yeah, we can find something. Having to like being in the kitchen myself. I'm sure there's something we can figure I'll bring out. A crap ton of deviled eggs. But yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, appreciate you guys. If you're traveling, listening to us. If you're sitting Please around, be listening careful. to us. Wear your seatbelts. Yes, wear your seatbelt. Travel safe. Wash your hands. Wear Not worry about that other stuff. No. <laughs> I mean, yes. Sorry. <laughs> do what you want do, to you, do. Do what makes you feel comfortable around yourself and others. How about that? How about yes. that? Does that work? That works great. That works. Don't be like my neighbor and outside if mowing you, in your or blowing leaves at 7.15 in the morning dude, with a mask a, on. I got a small gun. With a mask on. I got a small gun or a pellet gun. We could shoot him a couple times and you'd have no problem out of that. I don't think you I crack that dude in a butt crack with a I'll 177 look. pellet from a dead gum window and he can't see. He's going to figure out that he don't need to be out there that early. I do have a with good buddy. His leaf blower. I do have a good buddy that's a Sherwood cop. I could probably get away with it. So be all right. You'll never know what happened. That, ain't no rifles on a pellet. This is true. You shoot him with a blowgun dart. I promise you, that'll get his attention. That'd be awesome. Dude, he was a stun dart. They work great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fantastic. Well, the size of your forehead on his belly. <laughs> All right, so before we get into this, I'm going to piss some people off tonight, I think. Good. I'm in a, I'm in a great mood just to relax. Actually, I'm just going to frustrate Razorback fans. Are you high on the gonna, hogs? I am high on the hogs, 100%. Nothing's, nothing has waned. Well, then give waned. me a high five. Yeah, 
Sir, hey, we yes. touched. Oh no, we got COVID. Oh crap! But, I've already had it. I can't get it twice. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna get <laughs> this out of the way with the whole officiating thing right off the top because I know it's what everybody's talking about. It's what everybody's bitching that's about. What I heard the whole way over here on the radio. It seems that's all anybody wants to do this mm-hmm. year. And the interesting thing is, it's a lot of fun to bitch about the fact that we're losing close games because the officials are deciding the outcome. Notice I use air quotes. The officials are deciding the outcomes. Is that what that was? Yeah. So, I don't know. You may disagree with me, but we can argue about it. But I'll whoop your ass. I, I don't. I, I'm so tired of, one, let me, first off, I'm happy, as I said, that we are, we are playing games and we are close enough. And our only thing we can really complain about is browse inconsistency and the official screwing us over. That's really the only two things we've had to complain about all year, right? I mean, I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's awesome. Like, it, last year, it was like we hate every coach, we hate every player, we hate everyone involved in Razorback football, we hate the fans. I didn't hate Mike Woods. Like, everybody year. just hated everybody last year. Was I ugly. still like Mike Woods. Yeah, but, I mean, even people hated Mike Woods. Woodville. Yeah. Hey, Come see us. Yes, for sure. But, so, I mean, I don't know. Like, we're, it's, it's, it's fun. Like, that makes it fun. But let me tell you something. The officials Suck. did not... While they did suck, did not cost Arkansas the game on Saturday. That is 100% true. As much as we want to complain, yes, Arkansas lost 27-24. Yes, Arkansas maybe could have had other opportunities. You and I said, would you stop doing that to that thing? That was just wrong. I don't even know what was just happening over there. <laughs> okay, Daddy. But let's just work. Okay, well, you and I watched the game together. Number one. The fumble that was not a fumble that was not called clear recovery. First off, the clear recovery was from who? Was, was from Emory, the running back, the guy who dropped John it. John Emory. If you watch the play, and I went back and watched it two more times, I've watched the replay. And what's really funny is I think it's SF, some college football nation, maybe it's CFB nation. I don't know, some college football nation or some other crap like that put out a tweet today with a video of the recovery. Except in the video, they've darkened the lower portion where the actual recovery happened. So all you see in this video is Fouché come out with the football. That's it. So here's my here's my issue with this whole situation. The, it was a it was a crazy play, and I remember when it happened. I think I was like, no, that's going to be their ball. Like you could clearly see, Emery pulls the ball into his arm. He tucks it under On his the arm. Ground, grab the ball. Yes. pulled it in. So, if we want to talk clear recovery, or if we want to talk about the, the way the that it was announced. LSU recovery. Yeah. It, I don't understand why they said there was no clear recovery, because there 100% was. Emery had the ball tucked un- into his arm, and then Fouché took it. Now, things happen at the bottom of the piles. We know this. But the point of review is to see who potentially had clear recovery. The reason Fouché doesn't get credit for recovering that is because clear recovery doesn't does not mean you walked out of the pile with the football. That's not clear recovery. No. Clear not. recovery in replay is you can literally see the player grab the ball, take it to their body and possess it. The only person you saw that happen with was Emory on that play. Yep. So, disappointing, yes. Wrong call? No. Did we get the fumble just a few plays yeah, after that? I mean, that? yeah. So it didn't matter. That that's null and void. Exactly. It never the whole thing, never made it a never difference. Never even nope. Yeah. No. So, let's talk about the touchdown catch that that the, they deemed wasn't a touchdown catch for LSU. And didn't even review it. And never, yeah, and never even after LSU called timeout, they didn't review it. And, and so that was a bad call. We can talk about. I've seen the tripping penalty. The tripping penalty was bogus, one hundred percent. I mean, there there's was no doubt. No tripping. There was no trip. I mean, again, we should have gotten the yards out of that. I'm not Trey Shep today. I'm gonna give him a little bit of credit there because he's actually pretty knowledgeable on things. Mm-hmm. Remember the last tripping penalty we got called was Dan Skipper, Dan the Skipper. tripper. Yep. 
You know that was the only tripping penalty called that year. Yeah, that whole year in the SEC. Yeah, to give you an idea of how many times it's not called. Yeah, I'd be curious if it's been called at all this year. I would probably say it hasn't. I doubt it. I, I don't mean, know how a man who's five foot seven got legs long enough to trip anybody. Period. And his legs were in the air. Like I don't even understand what you call. What did he trip with? He, he fell over and his legs were in the air. Like the whole point of a trip is to whip the legs. So That's twelve yards worth of penalty that you know in the final drive. That's big. Yeah, and that was an atrocious call. I, I'm not gonna. I, I don't disagree there. We but there was calls to talk about. There was too. bad calls everywhere, everywhere for both teams. But was, let's it see. It was terrible on the both other, sides of the ball. The other one everyone wants to argue. So the diving touchdown by Franks. They did look at that. They got that one right. Amazingly. Okay, here's another one that I've seen everybody complaining about. They're, the, they said the – so the Franks play where he came up a yard and a half short of the first down and they gave oh, him the spot. yeah, and then they reviewed the, the spot. Yeah, everybody on Twitter lost their mind saying there was no video evidence to overturn that. I mean, yeah, I don't plenty. know what we did with their watch because I wa- must have watched a totally different game than some of these folks. I'm because, not a homer. Because, I, I like my hogs and everything, yeah. but I'm all for fairness on both sides of the ball. On that play, I think what was the line of scrim or the first down line was it like the 30, let's just say, I think it was 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 36. And he, the ball was, I mean, on the replay, his knee was down on the 29. The ball was out at the 31, or 30, not 29, 34. The ball was at the 36, roughly. He was a full yard short of the first oh, yeah. down. And they gave him a hell of a spot. Yeah, and, and then they reversed it and took the first down away from Arkansas. All, all I saw on social media was, oh, they took the first down away without any video. Video evidence. It was literally right how, there in front of you. I don't understand how people see that stuff and then think, yeah, we're going to get that call, but then get mad when you get burned on one the same way. Yeah, exactly. It's going to happen that way if you continue to sit here and think that you're going to get all the calls but not have any called against you. Yeah, I mean, you don't have Emma after Alla yeah. in your name, <laughs> so you're not going to get every single call to go your way. Right. And, and again, Officiating has been an issue across the SEC. Not even across the trash SEC. All season. Let's talk about what happened in the Big Ten on oh, Friday night. Oh, man. <laughs> the Phantom OPI, you know? Man, don't, I watched that after you showed it to me yeah. a couple different times from different angles. It's awful. There is no, no way that should have ever been anything. I mean, he touched the man as he went by him, like, seven or eight yards out of the end zone. And that was hardly even a touch. Met. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of <laughs> brushed, brushed him. Yes. And... That was it. I mean, he was by him, and the ball was thrown perfectly, and the man caught it. That was it. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. And they took it away. Purdue loses. Made absolutely no sense. I'm going back. I'm, I'm scrolling up for something here real quick because it's going to be part of what I, talk, what I want to talk about here in a minute. But these folks are held about as accountable as a weatherman right now. Oh. Now, that we can get into as well, and we will, because the accountability piece is, is awful. And we talked about this after the Auburn game and the, that lack of accountability. But this is the other one. Obviously, this is the big one that everybody wants to talk about. And I and I'm Catalan? The Catalan hit. And you and I may... He tackled him with his ass. He did. And, and when you see the replays, it's hard to fathom exactly how they went by the letter of the law completely when you look at the way... And I've got the... So I've got by the rule, rule in front of me. By rule. And when you... And here's, so here's where it gets me at. Okay, the rule's stupid. The, yes, the way is. the rule is written is stupid. The way the rule is applied is stupid. You know it's more stupid? The SEC not knowing their own damn rules. Yes, this is, this is very true. Yes, I don't. Okay, but so here's the issue. The first thing I said when the, when the play happened, the first thing I said to you was, well, that's going to be a defenseless player. Yeah, 15-yard. Yeah, it's not targeting. There's no way that's targeting. It's not targeting at all. 
And we agreed. And I think everyone agreed. I think we all thought, you know, I mean, announcers. I think even in our in our group chat, Will jumped, oh, that's targeting. And then he, after he saw the replay, okay, maybe not. The announcers were all, which I've got an issue with the announcers too in the way that they played up the fumble deal and all that. But Yeah, they definitely did that. The, the issue to me here is this, this wording, this is directly from the rule book, targeting and making forcible contact to the head or neck area of a defenseless player. No player, no player shall target and make forcible contact to the head or neck area of a defenseless opponent with the helmet, forearm, hand, fist, elbow, or shoulder. This foul, this foul requires that there be at least one indicator of targeting. There's one sentence at the end of this I'm not going to read yet because I think it's the most important piece. Well, there's two. Important piece number one, the defenseless player aspect of it, I think is what hurts Arkansas in this play. I agree. He was defenseless. He was 100% defenseless. It should have been a 15-yard penalty, even though... I still think it shouldn't. I think in that scenario, I think it's a football play. It's a football play, yeah. But again, I, the safe, the safety. I'm giving air quotes over here again. Yep, the safety aspect it. of NCAA football and and their games that they're trying to play and say that they're trying to make the game safe. So in, in by that rule, yes, it was a defenseless player. So when you word it that way, you open gray area up to the hit. Now, initially on the hit, I thought that he hit shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulder neck area of the player because the player went down. Neck. You're right. When you go back and look at the re- replay, shoulder, shoulder, it was all shoulder. And he was turning away. Yes, every bit of it, and they have the benefit of seeing it just like we did. When he turns away and he's giving himself away from it, he's shying away from the contact. Yes, he was there. Now the contact that was made shoulder to shoulder brought his body through. He hit him in the head and neck. Yeah, with his ribs and right butt cheek. Right. Now, if you can. Tackle someone and get a targeting penalty with your ass. You are a very talented man. So, so you take the two aspects though. Aspects. Yeah, yes. He, the player, the the receiver was hit in the head and neck area with a butt, with, with with a butt, ribs, however you want to put it, and he was defenseless. And then let's add this last sentence of the rule. And now, when in question, it is a foul. When in question, it is a foul. Do you understand how much gray area this opens up for the replay officials to call whatever the hell they want? A hard hit? Ah, Jalen Catalan's been hit for targeting before. He obviously deserves another one. So let's throw another one at him because he hit the guy too hard. That's what happened on Didn't Saturday. did he get a full game suspension if he gets another one? I don't know that it matters. Maybe it well, I mean, if he did, then he'd have it this time. This is his second one of the I year. I thought it was three in one season that gets you like a game suspension. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I think it's crap. It was total trash compared to what uh was Eli Mask Musk uh, LSU's player that yeah, targeted the guy, Mike Woods. Yeah. That was legit. Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. That was targeting. that was textbook. Yes, yeah. Helmet forcible contact. Use his helmet. He 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 speared. Now he targeted. Bounced with Mike the Woods crown off the, the helmet. ground like a low rider in a Dr. Dre video. <laughs> and Woods just jumped up and waved at him and said bye. <laughs> that was the that was the best part after, of that whole play. After he got him. To get quit standing over it. Yeah, I mean, and that well, you and I talked That's about that too. Man. Your favorite team in the in the Steelers. That was a Juju Smith Schuster looking like play. I mean, so, but now Juju got suspended for an entire game for that, but, and he got fined a big amount of money. Granted, it's pro ball. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I mean, but you know what? He couldn't have done it to a better person. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, that man. dude's effects are still messing with Antonio <laughs> yeah, Brown. Today. Yes. But I mean, you take a receiver who's six two, two ten, two twenty, and you hit a linebacker who's notorious for getting penalties. Yeah. Who's upper two fifties and mean, yeah. and just lay him out. I love it. Yeah, I had no problem with it. <laughs> oh, I thought no. it was fantastic. So I would have liked it as a as a Bengals fan, honestly. Yeah. But are there such things? So I say all of that for to basically say, look. Again, for the second week in a row, 
calm the hell down. Like I get it. We can all and it's and we can all be pissed, but to sit here and just continuously say the refs are against us. This was my other part. This was the part I was looking up. Our good buddy Jackson Collier, JC Hoops Pod on Twitter, put Still out a, a poll. Good dude. Still a good Oh yeah. Man. Put out Great a poll. Guy. Said because I've heard this sentiment more recently and a lot, obviously after this game, should Arkansas leave the SEC? No. Six hundred and twelve votes on this poll, and I think he did it in twenty four hours or so time frame. Fifty-eight percent said no. Only fifty-eight percent. It was fifty-eight to forty-two percent. The forty-two percent of y'all, if you're listening, you're wrong. This is living in the moment crap. First off, if you think we're going to get treated any fair, fairly in the Big Twelve, no. Go ask the rest of the Big Twelve, not named Texas and Oklahoma, how they get treated. It's shit. Mm-hmm. It's a shithole in the Big Twelve that we don't want any part. Of. No. Sure, we might be able to compete better, but no, I'd rather stay right here in the SEC, the best conference of football. Yeah. In the country. Yeah, and, and let's be real. I mean. Yes, Alabama's always well, not always. Saban's going to retire one of these days, and and I'm sorry, I wouldn't, I don't care what anybody says. Saban can hire whoever he wants to be his it disciple. Won't be and to, it's not Saban. You see that with guys like Pruitt and and, smart. and Kirby Smart. I mean, Kirby's been done well at Georgia, but he can't get to the level that Saban's Kiffin. at. Yeah, nobody's going to get to that level. No, it's just won't. not going to happen. Just, I mean, maybe, maybe you. I mean, I've said this. I think this is Ryan said, Day down there, maybe. Or maybe. I mean, it's a young enough guy. I don't know about Urban. Urban won't go. No, I'm not saying he'll go. Yeah. But I'm saying a, a Ryan Day type. I mean, look what he's done with what he's got. Now, he was loaded when he got into it, though. So. But again. We'll see in the next two I, to three years. I think years Ryan Day's a got. really. Yeah. Well, I think Ryan Day's a really good coach. But I don't know that Ryan Day could do that in the SEC. Why not? And don't get me wrong. Ohio State's built pretty similar to an SEC team. But stack them up against an SEC team in a playoff game and what Every happens. Every damn week. Every single time. Yeah, exactly. That, too. So, to me, Ryan Day may be really good. He may be able to adapt and do really well in the SEC. You know what I know? Arkansas still got four wins this year. All yes, they games. do. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and and on that note, too, I mean, you'll know this by the time this pod comes out, but obviously Arkansas-Missouri has been postponed. Yes. Um, looks like it's going to be played on December 12th. Which is better for us, honestly, at this point. Well, I like playing football. I like watching football. But a week off to possibly get by this COVID stuff and get a yeah. full-strength team to go to, Al- to play Alabama with and then to play Missouri – I'll take it. So here's and we can end the season with a W. Yes. So I have two questions though. For this, me, this raises two questions. Well, really for the SEC. Okay. But this raises two questions. One, what if Jalen Catalan was the one player that put us under the limit of scholarship of players available to be able to play on Saturday? They're like, we had fifty-two. <laughs> we had fifty-three if you'd let Catalan play, but we only had fifty-two. Because I mean, we only had fifty-five this last Saturday. Yeah, it's still a short number. So I mean, think about that. What if that was the case? If Catalan being suspended is the whole reason we can't play this Saturday? So because certain people want to spread stupid rumors, and I've already had to have a conversation with certain people in our group chat to stop spreading stupid rumors I and didn't stupid see people. That. Want dumb Teeter dude, Josh Teeter's oh. spreading crap about parties. So. And, and you know what? I'm going to say something about that, even though I don't like the rumor that's being spread around. Hey. Guess what? If a bunch of 20-something-year-olds who have done everything right for the past six months of not getting COVID were one of only three teams in the SEC to not have a game postponed to this point. Until this. Until now. If a couple of 20-something-year-olds want to just be stupid and act 20 for once. Do it. Heaven forbid you go live your freaking life after you've been cooped up for all this time. You know who we could ask about that? I'm just, well, I ain't Zach's dad there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Us. I mean, he could. He could tell us. I mean, he's not been in a situation like this, but they've no. definitely been kept under wraps and not Absolutely. wanting to get out and do things. And so, I mean, look, I don't. And, and I get it. Kids, not pin kids. Up, pin up as a grown adult with with bills and children and yeah, everything. It sucks. You know, 
you're stuck here, but you still want to get out. Imagine being, you know, that age and in college and on the hill and, <laughs> and be like, nope, can't do nothing. Oh, crap. I mean, you know, we, we had Stather on the podcast. He talked about, you know, it's the greatest time of your life. Oh, I mean, yeah. And people that you would, people that would probably never talk to you in your entire life are like, wait, you're a football player, you know? <laughs> oh, we talked to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't do that motion on live broadcast. But We're anyway. On live broadcast. <laughs> Hey, I hope we got a few new listeners from our NSS games of the week too. But but so here's my like if they did, oh well. Guess what? Who you know what? Who did who's who's who? Who's life? Not even life. Who's whose time have they ruined by doing that? Nobody's. Ours. We don't get to be entertained by them for a Saturday. They're they're not playing for anything. They haven't ruined ours. Well, I'm just saying for people, like in general, like. They've ruined our potential fun for watching them play a football game on a Saturday. It's exciting. At the end of a season, it doesn't even matter. Like, again, we want to see these guys get better. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to play. It's like like a practice year almost. It is, because every player can come back. This is like like the longest fall camp ever. The only bad thing I see with that is you got folks like Burks and stuff that you're going to see that you're not going to get, you know, after next year, he's gone, no matter what. I mean, that's true. You know, you've got. Catalan, who could very well be gone after next year. That's true. Totally see that. Um, who else? Anybody else come to mind immediately? I mean, you could technically lose a bumper pool this year. Yeah, but he's not going. I don't think, I don't so. think so. I, I like that, but I mean, but technically you could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, on the flip side of that, you got him back next year. Maybe you get Frank back next Grant year. Grant Morgan, yeah. who's over a hundred <laughs> tackles, mind you. Yes. So I mean. Again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, it sucks that the game got postponed for this weekend. We'll likely still get to play 10 games this season, maybe 11 if we can get to a bowl game. So we're getting to a bowl I'm, game I'm as not, long as COVID doesn't be. Well, that's my point. I, it will they'll play in one no matter what, unless COVID stops it. So I don't know, man. I, I just, I think people have overreacted to so much of this, which is nothing new. It's what we do. As fans, we're fanatics. That's what we're supposed to do is overreact to all this stuff. But let's get into the game a little bit now that we've complained about all of the, uh, 20 minutes worth. Yeah, I know. Now we've complained about all the officiating Rant. blunders and issues. <laughs> Rant to start, huh? Yeah. So, as as we look, again, I like looking at these win probabilities. It's kind of funny when you look across. At, our, at one point in the third quarter, LSU had a 78% chance to win. And then at one point in the third quarter, let's see. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry. In the first or the fourth quarter after the 29-yard TJ Hammonds run, Arkansas had a 73% chance to say win. this. Thank you, TJ Hammonds. Yes. Thank you for showing your worth as a receiver on a big money play straight down the middle and then to jump right back in there and get another one for 29 or 31 yards the other way. And then we didn't help you out no more. I'm sorry. Yeah. So the story of the game, 0 for 10 on third down. We, again, you can't win games 0 for 10 on third down. Yeah. Let me get back over here to our notes so that I stay where we are. So I had the next question: Was should be we should blah, blah, should we be worried? I think uh, we should. I think we should be okay. Concerned. I don't know that we should be worried or concerned so much because I don't know that we're getting anything that we didn't have before. Frustrated. Maybe frustrated with the offense, but I've had some time to reflect. I've had some time to think. I've I've, I've seen went back and kind of skimmed through the game a little bit. Could some, be, you could be a Mississippi State fan. <sighs> Man, that's for sure. I just Be well. I I just never understood the offensive game plan on Saturday. 
It never made any sense to me. We know if you go back and watch every LSU game this year, how did LSU get beat in every one of the games? Fried over the top and burn. How many ways did, and you talked about it as soon as we came on the podcast. How many way, how many times did Arkansas burn LSU over the top? Franks was five of five on 20 yard or longer throws. Means he was dropping dimes over 20 yards. Our guys were catching the ball. And we were having a blast. Mike Woods, he had four receptions for like a... Yeah. Yeah. Burks had three, I think, but I mean, up near 100 yards on him too. Yeah. Hammonds for 51 for one. Right. You had four different people, if I'm not mistaken, that had big playability in this game alone, which means, one, you got four different weapons you can spread the wealth to that you know you can go long to. Mm -hmm. There's... Big power and speed. There's the best cuts in the game as route, as far as route running and still has plenty of wheel to go get it. Yep. And then you got Hammonds who can sneak out. If they use him the right way, he, you show how effective he can be if used. So, I hate that they don't use the strength, especially against their depleted secondary they had. Yeah, and that's the big thing. So, question. This is for you. I asked you this question Saturday after the game. Do you think there's any possible any possibility? And I don't mean trying to. I, I want to. I want to tread carefully on what the words I use. I don't want people to take it the wrong way. But do you I think do. there's any kind of head headbutting. Maybe that's a bit headbutting between philosophy of what Pittman wants to do and what Browse wants to do. I think there is. Um, but the problem is, is I think as much as I've wanted to see Trey Smith in this offense, I think this is a game where we needed a, a Raheem Boyd. I would agree with that. And I think that he would have been enough in this game, especially as it started getting wet later and right. raining. He's the one that, I mean, he could have been the dog to take you to the house. Yeah. You know, so uh, you can't run downhill with a Trey Smith. Right. And we saw you that because they tried several they times. They ate him for lunch. Yeah. Uh, our offensive line did not match up well with their D-line at all. Well, they're bigger than us. Well, they are, and they're stronger than us. Yeah. And, and they probably get a lot better food than we do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's beside the point. Uh, we should have stayed in the air the whole time, in my opinion. Well, Until they shut it down and made us quit throwing the ball or two or three interceptions or a Nick Starkle game against St. Jose right, State, yeah. I'm not stopping throwing that long ball. Yeah. I mean, when you've got a stat like five of five, I know it's only five passes, but you had 100% of them over 20-yard passes. Yeah. You had the ball for 18 minutes of the game. There's, what, 45 or something like 42, that? 42, 18 like that. and 42, yeah. 60. Yeah. So somewhere in that range. But yeah, 41, 43 to 18, 17. At that rate, you don't even need third down. Yeah. I mean, you're hucking it and just go get it. you got the wheels. Well, but that was the key, too. You go 0 for 10 on third down, which mm-hmm. keeps you from keeping drives alive. Arkansas Absolutely. was most Arkansas was most effective on first down of all things. They played they played their best on first down. They completed more passes on first down. It was after that that they couldn't do anything. It was on second and third down where they got lost. I think before the Franks touchdown uh, run when he dove in, Arkansas was like zero for five passing. It, it, like the statistics were awful going on into that second down play when we scored. So I mean, the reason I asked that question is because a few weeks ago I think it was it was I think it was the Ole Miss game. It was after the Ole Miss game in one of those games where we didn't run the ball overly well, and and Pittman came out after the game and, and, and made a very pointed comment that said, I do believe that we can run downhill, that all of this other stuff 
If we'll just focus, we're strong enough, we're a good enough team that we can run just downhill. And since that point... They that, haven't even put it in position. Right <laughs> yeah. Well, but they did. It, it, they, that game they didn't. But previous... So from that game forward, that's when Arkansas's running game started to tick up. Was we went more... You got you did get Traylon Smith more involved. You got Rakeem Boyd healthy. Yeah, but an 82-yard run doesn't really count towards... Like, in well, my we, opinion, it doesn't count towards big stats of running the ball consistently. Right. Well, and I'm not saying consistent. I'm just saying we were we were starting to run the ball downhill a little more in that time frame after Pittman said that. The problem for me is you come into a game like this against LSU when you're the undersized team because of multiple issues, whether it be lack of talent, COVID, whatever, and your game plan in this game felt like you thought you were the bigger, more physical team that was going to be able to run the ball downhill on an LSU team, and that's not what happened, and that's not how you beat LSU. I mean, LSU all year has gotten destroyed and torched over the top. They've got a they've got a starting nickel corner who it won, who was actually in the game because Stingley got hurt, who was in this game, who is a transfer from North Dakota State. This is not a talented secondary. He also picked off a ball and almost went to the end. He did, which, yes. And, and so, Arkansas, to me, I, I didn't understand any. We, we said every time Arkansas seemed to get a good drive is when they pushed the ball down the field those 20-plus yard gains, where they were trying to put the ball down the field. It seemed like when Arkansas, the only thing Arkansas tried to do was read option, a slant pass, and a deep ball. And that god-awful... And a Felipe slip. Well, that well that, that's leading me to this. That god-awful option play that they run. Not the read option. The true, like, where they fake a read, where the running back doesn't even move. The running back's behind the quarterback. He fakes it to nobody. And then they run out on a little... Good option way. sweet play. And it's terrible because, I, look, Franks looks so uncomfortable trying to run it. It's not his forte. Yes, he's got a little bit of speed. Scramble. But he's, yeah, he can scramble. He can make things happen. But this is not a guy that you need a bunch of designed runs for. He's I, not a Malik Hornsby. No, and I know that's what Browse wants to do in the future, and I know it's part of his offense and his skill set. But this almost takes me back to that idea of Browse, and even when we talked, when we talked to Art Browse, that they're gonna do, they're gonna put the best player, they're gonna they're gonna mold their offense to what these players can do. They didn't do that. Yet. And I feel like they've done that in aspects, but with that part of the offense, I don't get it. You have an offensive line that is subpar, that can't hold blocks very long. So you're gonna run misdirection read option plays that allows the defense to get in your backfield quicker. <laughs> True. You know, I mean, I get it. We're not overly strong to run downhill, but I think we can push off the line a little bit versus having to try to do all this misdirection stuff. So, I mean, that's a big issue for me on the offensive side of the ball. And, and then, like we said, the lack of the lack of downfield passing attack in this game made no sense. You killed me, dude. I was so mad sitting over here watching this game, and I'm sitting there going, I can see this from Little Rock. You're in Fayetteville. You're on the field. You called the play. It went downfield and worked. But let's run three really fast plays. Uh, run left, run right. Uh, let me screw this up and get almost get tackled and then make five yards. Oh, it's third down. Oh, no, it's fourth down. Never mind. We don't get third downs. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? And we've talked about this too is, is Browse's inability to to fluctuate how he runs his tempo. It's like once they go, they want to go, go, go. And this team's not really built for that. And at one point in the second half, LSU ran out of 30, what was it? It was 30 of the last... I don't remember. It was a, Arkansas ran three plays out of out of thirty plays. LSU had ran twenty seven of them mm-hmm. in the second half. Oh at one yeah, point. I remember what you're talking about. Like I mean, that's just that's un, that, there's no way. You, at some point, as a coordinator, you got to go. You know what? We're not moving the ball. 
let's try something a little different. And, and, and at the very least, let's not go three and out in 35 seconds. God, like, way too many times it happens. Yes. Reed Bauer's going to be my player of the game. Holy, yeah, no count. I'm not sure how many guys we got for player of the game tonight. But, you don't. So, I mean, it's to me, that was, you know, I, should we be worried? No, I don't think we should be worried. Because, again. Should we be confused? I don't know. I I'm confused. I'm I'm a little bit, but I think I'm confused because this was the first game all year where I look at the game plan and go, I don't know what you're doing. Okay, so here I'm putting you in a scenario here. We've all played NCAA football on the thing. Right. So you get in there, and this is like the way I look at it. You're the offensive coordinator. You're the quarterback. You're everybody. So you go up top, and you know that you're beating a team that way. What in your mind makes you go, oh, you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to try something, and it's not going to work, but I'm going to keep trying that. I mean, <laughs> you know, where do, I still don't understand how you come to that. Yeah, I, I, I don't get where they're you're, – you're right. I don't, I don't understand where they just continue trying to do the same things and then got away from the things that worked. Happens like, on the defensive side of the ball, too. Yeah, well – I mean, what was it, LSU over the middle for one yard past the sticks? Yeah, so – were five or six yards off of them tackling? Yeah. So, I want to get on that. On. I want to get on that next. Number one – I'm ahead of the game again, yeah. That this I said this in our group chat and I and I don't think that it was perceived and taken as as I meant it, which is why I haven't said it on social media because they probably would have got crucified. Oh well. But I'm so tired of the 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 Pittman response of we had who we needed. Yeah. Like I get it. I do. You didn't have who you needed. We're in we're in a very tough situation and the people that were able to travel are all you needed. I get it. Air quotes again. I get it. That's all you needed. Verified. But it's really not. Because when you look at it, you have to play extremely simplified on defense. This week, what you had is not what you needed. You had oh, no. one starter on the defensive line and a bunch of guys Thankfully, that haven't played all he's year. He's the grown man of yes. the starters. Yes. <sighs> and so when you look at the when you look at that, Arkansas obviously didn't have what they need. They didn't have what they need to be able to, to make any adjustments. You're missing Isaiah Nich- or Nichols. Yep. Coates. Yep. Gerald. Yep. Um, Which is Kelly. Why missing Boyd. Yep. Oh, really? Gerald and Boyd are roommates. <laughs> oh, wow. Five yeah. and five. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ten. Whatever. Uh, 25. Oh, but, I mean, that's just on the front side. We're already thin at secondary. Yeah, and then you lose Catalan. Because you got quitters. Well, then you lose Catalan. And you lose Catalan to a butt tackle. Yeah. I mean, the offensive side, they weren't missing something. Thank you, Trey Knox, for catching the ball. Everybody cheered for you. I heard it. Uh, the, the crowd wants you to catch more, but your offensive coordinator says, we're not going to throw the ball. We're going to run it into the back of our people. Well, we're Mark Sanchez the shit out of this. Well, not only, not only that. the fumble. Not only that, but I will say this, and I heard I, there was some people on social media talking about Burks and – and, and the fact that we didn't get the ball to the well, we didn't get the ball to him enough. They keyed on him way too damn much. Well, they did, but so did freaking Franks. Like mm-hmm. Felipe Franks, saying. his entire his, not they. I'm saying Franks keyed yeah. on him way. He too would much. look at he would look at Burks, and if Burks wasn't open, I'm just going to run. Like I'm going to panic, and I don't know what to do. I'm going to hold on to the ball, and that's another piece on the offensive side that we didn't get into. Was bunches of guys who can yeah, catch that football. Execution was a major issue too. We can talk about and gripe about the coaching all we want, but how many times did Felipe Franks overthrow Traylon Smith on on passes out Three. from the flats that were wide? open? Open. And you let that little man turn loose. And yes. That, that you never know. I mean, every one of them could have been six. Yeah, the, the, what was about a pick six? I mean, that Three. was an awful throw by Felipe Franks. Three times. Yeah. And that pass was headed to Knox. They got picked. It was, yeah. And he was all, Knox was all, all day alone. long and moving. Yes. Had he caught that? And all you got to do is put that ball over the top and Felipe left it short. Float it. Yeah. 
that big man, he's got some wheels and them legs get rolling. Yeah. So, I mean. And that, you never know what that could have done for him. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at the execution mm. piece of it. But, I mean, again, on the defensive side, LSU had the perfect offensive game plan. They knew Arkansas was going to be Keep short on the, the defensive line. Away, run run the ball right up the middle. We'll middle. take four yards a pop. That's a first down every time. When they got to third down, I was almost expecting them to get first down. Well, because it was third and two every time. Mm-hmm. Like That's it was never. And even when it was third and seven, they ran a little. They ran a little curl route. Their and, quarterback and we, did not want to run. Oh, plain no. and simple. No, he can't run. He proved that. Yeah. He's, he's not a mobile guy. And that was something else that drove me nuts. I heard Sam Pittman in the post-game Zoom that said something to the effect that, well, you know, he's, he's Finley's pretty mobile, so we had to worry about that. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, this was the no. first time that His I listened to it. what you have to worry yeah, about. This was the first time that I listened to a post-game interview that I was just like, yeah, come on, man. Like, we deserve a little better than that. Like, I know I know Pittman was frustrated. It was an awful situation that we were in because it, of COVID wasn't and everything. good about it. No, and so it was an ugly situation all the way around, but – Almost kind of wish they. I want. I was all about playing that game, thinking we could just cruise by because we were going to sit there and throw the ball, and just let it eat. And then when we were in the game, I'm sitting there going, "Why couldn't we just had a COVID suspension?" <laughs> I'd have much rather postpone that one than this one coming up. Yeah, I mean, we could have postponed that one, had everybody healthy for this one. No Catalan ejection. We'd have beat the dog mess out of Missouri this week. We get them in two weeks. Uh, well, two hopefully weeks. after we play Alabama. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> hopefully. But, and so, I don't know. As far as on the... Stranger def- things have happened. They have, yes. <laughs> as far as on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, nothing nothing overly surprised me. Arkansas, you know, Arkansas was able to... Well, let's say this. Barry Odom was able to hide some deficiencies of Arkansas early. Was that because we played some crappy passing teams? I mean, the best passing team you played early was Ole Miss, and Ole Miss just played – Corral just played right into what we wanted to do, though. I mean, you that made was – Hudson Clark look like a god. Yeah. Well, man, I don't I don't even want to get into that. It, can we rescind the scholarship he's getting in January? Like, I don't know. I think, I think, he, I think he's teachable. <laughs> he is teachable. The kid's think, got some you know, talent. He's but young. Obviously, he's got some talent to get out there and do hey, what he does. He's a white corner. That's all he is. <laughs> That's what I like about him. Quite <laughs> honestly, I'm not going to lie one bit. White dude in the secondary, you know he is a bad, bad man. <laughs> or for the most a bad, part. bad player. One or of the others. We are that thin uh, to get there. But I think he's got the size. Obviously, he's got pretty decent speed. He yeah. just needs to – I mean, you got to – the other thing you got to look at with that is these are elite receivers all the way around yeah. in the SEC. Well, and that's something to think about too. I mean, of course, when you like I said before, when I was well, the point I was making was, you know, we haven't the, the best offenses that we've played. Mm-hmm. Florida, they killed our they killed our secondary. Yep. LSU was able to take advantage of things that really Ole Miss should have, and they didn't. Can you imagine LSU with Jamar Chase? Oh dear Lord, no! I don't want to. I mean, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I'm I'm not overly surprised with the way that played out. It's also when you talk about the fact that we didn't make any adjustments to cover the, in the middle of the field. Well, here's so LSU knew we so Arkansas early in the season. There was no tape on what Arkansas was doing to people. Nope. So you could go, you could rush three, drop eight, bring a blitz every now and again, get good pressure with your front three because you had a decent front three that was playing okay, especially Marshall and and, and other guys at times. Himself into the NFL draft. Yeah, and so. And, and so, I, you know, you look at what you do. The table moved. Oh, well, don't knock off the TV. Now you made me lose my train of thought. Where was I going with that? Talking about defense. And the secondary. The yeah, secondary. so the reason we couldn't really make any adjustments. Well, it's not even that. The reason we couldn't make any adjustments on defense is because Arkansas can't play man. 
Hudson no. Clark can't play man. He proved that on the touchdown pass where he was beat by seven yards. Yes. That was man, man-to-man coverage, and he got absolutely just annihilated. He needs help. He does. And when you don't put somebody, you don't have a safety over the top, you're in trouble. And, and, and when you're, and the other thing is, if you watch Montero the line, Brown can play man. how many times were we sitting there going, is that seven or one that's on the end of the line of scrimmage for Arkansas on defense? Yeah. How many times did they bring or bring our safeties down and just blitz from our safeties? Because we had no defensive linemen. We had nobody that could get pressure. So you had to bring guys you like Fouché. that Cowboy. came in, you know, that on that play that wasn't even set and oh, got gosh, lucky yeah. on that tackle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, Brooks is a guy that they've blocked or they've done a lot like that with, like a guy like Josh Marshall at Maumelle who comes off the edge a lot like Still that. Still curious where Devin Bush is. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing. We may have to do some digging and see if we can find out. Because that kid, I mean, on a star rating, he's one of the ones we really wanted last yeah. year. And we got him, and he played some, and then he dipped out because I don't think he liked the coaching staff. And then he came back, and we haven't seen him all season. Yeah, haven't heard a word from him, so I don't know. But, I mean, I think that was a big part of why the secondary, you didn't see the adjustments we'd become used to because they couldn't. They just have the pieces to do it. And, and so really short on talent, guys. They are, and that's a, that's they're a, overachieving for what they have. Yes, to again. win three SEC games, Mississippi State champs, Tennessee State champs, because we don't play any other Tennessee teams. And we'd beat the other one anyway. So, yep. and we're semi-Alabama State champs right now, even though uh, fumble, <laughs> uh, screw ref. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. The other point I want to hit before we get to our favorite part of the day. What's up with part? So Pittman hit on this today in the in the press conference. What's up with Burks as the punt returner? This was a subject that we were talking about in our in our group chat today. I think if they had left that man alone and let him catch the damn ball like he's done his whole life and not wanted to, when you got something that's good that good, leave it alone. Yeah, you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it with him. Yeah, if he catches the ball over his head, he caught the ball all through high school, obviously, mm-hmm. and his freshman year in college has caught the ball over his head. And then they talked about it early this year, how they wanted him to start catching it right. I remember there was an interview with him. And I think, I honestly think he's in his own head about it. Well, think about it. As, as a player, part of the reason why you catch the ball up here is because you can keep your eyes down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the ball's here. If, if You can make that play. If I'm trying to catch a ball here, I'm looking down. You have to I'm following down. the ball down. I take my eyes off of anything that's happening in front of me. As a guy that's always been able to keep your eye on what's going on when you make this catch above your head. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you're looking at the ground and you know you've got guys running 20 miles an hour at you ready to take your head off and you're running forward to try to catch a ball. Yeah, I'm going to be a little concerned to catch it too maybe. I mean, now, I don't – Burks is not scared of anything, don't, I don't think. Know. I just think it's a different – Crowed up man. <laughs> yeah, it's a different you, – You say it's a different feel. You know, it's a different – Yeah, it's, it's totally different ball. I mean, you're trying to change something he's done – it's like NBA players with, that they could say, oh, he's got a bad shot. Man, it's not a good release. And, and then you change it, and it's worse. It's not like a Shaquille O'Neal free throw, but they're – I mean, I think the Ball brothers just off – Oh, yeah. Off cap. Yeah. Uh, they say LaMelo Ball's got a shot that he releases with two hands, and he kicks one foot out. Mm-hmm. But the kid scored 92 points in a high school game well, as a sophomore. That's because he shot like shots, well, but yeah. I don't know if he shot that many, <laughs> but the kid can straight he fill can, it yeah. up, and so can his brother. Yeah. And their shot is awkward as hell to watch. But it works for them. Right. You know, I don't know why you would want to change it, but, I mean, I can't see anything of Burks from last year to this year what, that you would want to change to make sense of why he's uh, – anything else other to make sense of why they've done what they've done with him. And explain this to me. What yeah. advice do you want to take from Scott Fountain right now considering how our special teams have performed? None. I mean, come on. Like – I know, I, and I caught some flack from some people. By the way, if you listen to this podcast and you're one of the people, specifically the guy who 
tweeted tweeted back at me and asked me how many dumb tweets I'm going to have during the game. A lot. I'm just telling you, I make a lot of dumb tweets. Hey, look, we all get emotional listening, watching these games. It's you fun. You try to watch a football and, game with his retarded ass. <laughs> I mean, there's no In person, he's all right. At his house, <laughs> he's the same person he is when he's there. He's hollering at the TV most of the time. They can't hear him. That, I've tried to explain can. that. His, my neighbors can. That might be why he's outside with his leaf blower. It, yeah. it was three in the afternoon. He can't get mad about that. Uh, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, my neighbor's just a jackass. But anyway. I hope he doesn't listen. I hope he does. <laughs> that old man don't listen. Uh, yeah. Oh, screw yeah. that dude. The dude, with, dude with the other side, he's pretty cool. He's got yeah, nice my other, all my neighbors got, are great. He's got, that nice, one. he's got nice cars. Yes. Yeah. Nice both cars, my like This guy. one does. That yeah. one does. I got a lot of nice cars around me. Yeah. But uh, busted Denali. But yeah, so I mean, who do we? Who do we? Who do we? I mean, I'm not taking advice from a guy like Scott Fountain. Shoot, I got I caught crap about saying never trust a kicker. Could be like, well, it wasn't Reed's fault that he missed it. The, the, it was it was the guy not blocking. That's not Scott Fountain's problem. Yeah, it really. Is. It's, Scott Fountain's responsible for the entire damn unit. Yes, and when and here, okay, if you can't get somebody in there to block, or you got six people lined up on the left side, you call timeout and you say, wait a minute. Yeah. They're going to come from this side, and that's what they did. Well, look, if Arkansas play. if Arkansas had went seven games this year without a special teams issue, and then suddenly we miss a block on the eighth game and it costs us a game, okay, great, man, we screwed up. It was a bad play by that guy. When you've had issues that have cost you possessions and games in every single game of the season on special teams, it's your fault. Does he get let go? I think he does. I don't see how he doesn't. I mean, how do you, how can you you can't can't justify paying this guy another year when budgets are already going to be tight as it is and it was a position that we didn't pay for before everybody wanted it paid for now that it's paid for it's worse than it was well it's not worse than it was we haven't had a north texas moment but uh, it's still real bad we did not get on that muff punt <sighs> nobody was even ready for that yeah you got <laughs> it's the only time i've ever seen a bunch of guys run down and then just turn around and walk away before he even catches it yeah it's like you didn't learn anything from that north texas debacle last year Surround the guy. Two years ago. I don't yell and scream at him. Act like a fool until he catches it. Like whatever you can do, and then when he drops it, you can fall on it. Like it was Stingley too. Yeah, it was. You're right. So I don't know, man. I just special teams is an absolute disaster. It's atrocious. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Thought but we were gonna have a good kicker. I do. I tell you what, I do like. I like that we're kicking the ball at the back of the end zone. Yes, finally, whatever that dude's name is. I don't Vito, Vito something. I don't know. Yeah, that Maybe was nice he would have kicked see. it through the uprights on 44 yards to tie the game. Well, and let's be fair. Reed's may have been good. It was just tip. Oh, Reed, and no doubt in my mind, Reed's kick would have been good. Yeah. All right. He just got muffed sideways and spunny rooney Offensive player of the game. Mm, I got to go Mike Woods. I mean, you don't really have a lot of choices. You go Trey Burks, you go Mike Woods. Uh, fully face tilted, a pretty damn good game of uh, managing the ball. Yeah. Uh, one interception. but A big uh, one. Yeah, it was put, a six, big one. put seven points on the board. That was a huge one. Yep, could have been twenty four twenty. Yeah, Mike Woods is probably who it's got to be in my opinion too. I mean, I don't statistically know. yes. Yeah, four catches, one forty. Didn't have a touchdown today, but sure Berg's has. five for ninety with a touchdown. But yeah, I would I would agree. I think it's Mike Woods. Felipe had a numbers wise three thirty nine, seventeen of twenty six. He was a leading rusher, fourteen carries for forty three yards and a touchdown. Mike Woods last two games. How many catches yeah. did he have in this one? Four. So he had two in the last game yeah. for what was that, hundred and thirty yards? One twenty-seven, like so one hundred and thirty yards and a hundred and how many? One forty. So he's had two, almost two hundred and seventy yards on six catches. In two games <laughs> on six catches. Yeah, I mean his numbers are insane. So 
Definitely Mike Woods on that side on the defensive that side. doesn't scream talent that you're not using, Kendall, call me. I will be your advisor. <laughs> really I'll cheaply. Help you really cheaply, like seventy, eighty thousand 80000 a year. Just give me part of your money. We're good. All right. Defensive player of the game. I'm going catalog. I know he got thrown out of the game. Dude had 16 tackles before he got thrown out of the game. He may have 25 tackles in that game if he'd have played four quarters. Four full quarters. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going I'm going Catalan. Just because we've given it to Catalan the last 19 games, uh, I'm going Grant Morgan. <laughs> All right. Because he had more tackles. He did. And Grant Morgan had a really good game. He, he had did. a sack. And he had a sack. Him. Quarterback hurried. Mm-hmm. So, almost two tackles. Still got loss. the bionic J.J. Uh, Watt brace going on. Yes. So, yeah, I'm on. I'm all over that Liverpool one. Liverpool didn't have a bad game either, statistically. <laughs> all right, let me. I know you're not Bumper's greatest fan. So. Let me turn that down. Do we have one of these? We do. Do I know what it is? No. Nope. I bet I do. <laughs> it's the only one I could go with from here. <laughs> it's the only one that worked. Let me get this ad Was out of Was it the way. one where somebody kept their balance really, really good? Um, maybe. It did involve a touchdown. It did involve a touchdown. This is not the play I was thinking. <laughs> All right. Flight. Here it is. When you're ready. One, two, three. Wrong one. One, two, three. Yes, Moment of the game. You broke it. Unmute un- it. Let's do it. With no yards passing and an interception on this down. Keeps it himself to the ground and dives to the end zone. Touchdown. To the end zone. What an effort. Can we talk about about that dirty hit right there, though? No. Can we we talk about that for a second? I want to talk about this dirty hit here. It doesn't matter. It does matter to me. It matters to me. An interception on this Watch down. this dirty hit by 99. Look at that. To the ground and Come on, man. You know he's in the end zone. Why you got to try to break his collarbone? Zone, end zone or not, he's on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that too. I mean, and there wasn't a penalty thrown on that either. Nope. That could have easily been an unsportsmanlike penalty or a roughing. Or no, no, it's unsportsmanlike at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, play of the game, obviously. Late hit. Yeah, late hit. Yeah. Play of the game, honest, obviously. Felipe Frank. Yeah, flying Felipe. <laughs> and the fan in the stands pulling for the Superman yes. shirt. <laughs> so, again, you can't question Felipe Franks' heart, his effort. I thought he tried a little hard on this game, maybe because he was trying to make up for some guys being out on defense. I don't know. I think he had to. And uh, But he had a great game. He said he had some mistakes. He had some mental mistakes. Held on the ball a little too long. He had to pick six. out of whatever Kendall told him and went go route. Well, yeah, he should have bought about, out about, out all about a little bit audible out of every one of those option routes and he should have handed the ball he should have handed <laughs> the ball to Traylon Burks on that play in the goal line where it would have been an easy six instead yeah. of we ended up with three settling could you imagine Woods Burks and then Trey Smith in the slot and going all right go route yeah <laughs> that's all we're doing so, whichever one of you outruns your dude I'm just hugging it so Hammond's it. in the other slot yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know we talked about the smoke trails on the fields is what there'd be hey we talked about that last week about the whole Hammond's thing and how he could potentially be a replacement for Davion Warren I mean he's there he 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 at least gave us something to look forward I to I won't mind having him for another year yeah I'm will. not gonna lie I think we'll see I mean Darren Turner may overtake him there too my, Who knows, my homie but and, and again, maybe they're holding those guys out, not trying to. A little sad about Megatron. Yeah. All right. There was something else I wanted to bring up today. I wonder what last year's coaching staff didn't see with Blake Kern. 
everything. The same thing they didn't say with anybody else on this team. I mean, you could say that about a bunch of guys. Yeah. Catalog. A bunch of guys. Catalog for sure. <laughs> Burks. Burks didn't have a touchdown in this offense last year. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> so, is there anything else going on this week? Uh, soccer. I mean, there's things. Hey, our soccer team is really good. They lost to Vandy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, so much I paid attention. Never mind. <laughs> Just volleyball? kidding. Volleyball? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, it's that, that thing with the round ball and the hoop and the net. I can't think of a word. Uh, the dude that made it, his name is James Naismith. Uh, help me out here. Is Come on. Now. Come on. I don't uh, is there a bus involved? Sometimes they got, they're called courts. They have oh. them under the overpass. And there's this dude. He's a little short white dude. And he's a good, loud dude with... with Basketball! That's it. That's, That's what we're playing what we're this week about. on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Yes. It uh, didn't get taken away. I'm so I ready. that word? Right? <laughs> Muscleman. The must bus gets started Crank in... Crank that bitch up. Yes. Let's go. Wednesday night, Mississippi Valley State. I'll be honest. I've been so ingrained in football, and especially high school football, that I've not spent any time really diving into basketball. We'll have to maybe get—I don't know—we've had Jackson on. We'll find another basketball mind that we can maybe get on with us as well. And uh, yeah, um, but that probably would be a good idea. Yeah, I would. But yes, we are—we're going to definitely talk some basketball uh, as this season gets rolling. I'm just excited to see what kind of rotation Must puts out there on the floor. I'm excited to hear the tip. Yes. The tip is the most important play of the game. <laughs> seen wanna, the, if you've seen the video I'm talking about, <laughs> got to win the tip. I want to see who's out there for the tip. Is it going to be Jalen Williams or Connor Vanover? It'll be J- it won't be either one. You don't think so? Nope. You know, if I had to guess a starting five, and it was strictly a guess here, I put Moses Moody out there. I put J.D. Note out there. Okay. I put Desi Seals. I put okay. Justin Smith. Smith and Vance Jackson. So Vance Jackson's jumping your tip? Yep. Or Smith. No, Smith's not big enough. Maybe he is. That's Jackson a big is. lineup. I guess you have to have Vance Jackson. I don't think Desi will start, though. I think you'd have KK over Desi. I think Desi's going to be a six-man. You think so? Yeah. Well, Desi's comfortable with that. He's the only returning 10-point-a-game score we have. Yeah. But I think he's. I think he, he, I think he thrives in that six-man role. Congrats to Isaiah Joe for getting drafted to the Sixers. Congrats. 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 New word. Congrats to Mason Jones. On getting picked up on a free agent deal to the Rockets, Rockets yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. He'll make the team. I hope so. It's a two-way contract. It works well for him, especially because of COVID and all of that. I was listening to some stuff on that as far as how this contract is going to work out for him. I just know what happened. It, it's it's going to – so hopefully he's going to have a, a good opportunity with the squad. Um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I hope Arkansas is able to defend the three well. I was reading a little bit of stuff early that Must seems to have some concerns – not about Arkansas making threes. He said we can shoot plenty of those. It's the the, the concern is whether or not we can. Game, baby. Yeah, the, the concern <laughs> is whether or not we can defend them, and that just scares me because you think about now more Mike Anderson years, but how often Arkansas was just awful defending at the, at the three point line. So hopefully that's not an issue this year. We'll see. I mean, obviously the excitement is at an all time high for Razorback basketball for as it should it be. And it should be. I mean, this team's going to be should be really good. They should be really exciting to watch. You got a so. bunch of guard play that can get up and down the court, can shoot the ball from anywhere, and can finish at the rim. Yes, I mean, there's a, that is important. But there is some rumors floating around from seven foot three shooting threes. Some folks that I, that are somewhat in the know on basketball that have said that look, 
Jalen Williams is really pushing for a starting spot right now. So I don't know, man. I, I think so. I, I, I'm just I'm just repeating what I've heard and read. I know nothing. I'm calling Jackson. I know nothing, so I'm I can't. I can't actually yeah, say Jackson, whether that's true or not. I'm just who's saying. Who's starting five? We probably could have texted him. He could have known exactly. Who I don't it was. know, man. I was wearing his lab coat and his law book in hand, <laughs> cooking a brisket on his smoker. Dude would have known what was up. I'm sure he could give us a really good guess, and I'm sure it would be really close, but. You know, even in Curtis Wilkerson's article on 24-7 this week, he asked Muss, and Muss is not revealing any kind of rotation, of starting not. five, nothing. He said, we'll see who goes out there on Wednesday night. Not. So, I don't blame him. Let's see what they do. It's a all-new starting five anyway. That's crazy. So, I'm excited to see what this basketball team can do. Uh, of course, we'll be hammering on that come next week because we won't have football to talk about. So, we'll be able to talk about a lot yeah, of basketball we got two basketball week. games. Don't yes, we? yep, Wednesday and Friday, maybe? I don't know. Sunday? I don't know. I have to look at it. It's insane. Again, like I said, hasn't I have, I have been so inundated with things. So let's talk about some high school football. Boy, that's a lot of fun, man. I never thought I would have this much fun <laughs> with high school football. It is an absolute blast. <laughs> Let me. Okay, so. It's, it's, There's st- a sham wow on the Serengeti. <laughs> In terms of stature, you'll never confuse number five for Sylvan Hills with number five at Arkansas. But you can't question that kid's effort. That kid's a stud. SJ Esteen at Sylvan Hills. You know they had him listed at five foot eleven. I know you're five. No I know you're five foot nine. Yeah, that, and he was, and he, you were taller than he he's is. He's got to be five seven ish, mm-hmm. somewhere in that neighborhood. He's faster than you are, though. Oh, lot faster, and he probably hits harder than me too. Oh, I guarantee. Some of those blocks kid, he laid. That kid laid some serious Ooh. leather from blocking for <laughs> for Tavion Cunningham, and that is. One of the quickest individuals I have ever seen with a football in his hands in person. Yeah, I was especially at this level. Really, this is obviously the second time we've got, I've gotten to see Coach Chris Hill's Sylvan we Hills team. Might get a third one. We have a third one. It's done and set. I, said, I was building you up. Oh, I'm sorry. Dummy. I, I, I'm sorry. I thought people had already. We, we you always ruined it. Oh my bad. But yeah, I mean Cunningham is is some kind of special and some kind of fast. But really impressed with Coach Chris Hill's team. I was impressed with them. So we saw him against Cersei and their offense blew me away we see him this week and we both were like oh this game's gonna be high scoring Parkview and and, and Landon Rogers, Rogers James Joyner Eccles all those guys all that talent none Eccles and Joyner had eight yards total eight yards and the majority of that that went into the positive on the draw play to end the game that was one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen called I don't really situation. question bolding in that for the simple reason of had it worked but it wasn't even close. It was about eight yards short. It was fourth and what, 17, 15, 15, something like that? Like, yeah. And you run a draw when For you've got an SEC caliber quarterback? I mean, I get it. You couldn't keep Sylvan Hills out of the backfield. but No, you didn't have time to do Hell, it. at least Rod, let Rodgers roll out. He's got the speed. He ran some folks over in that game. I, I was oh, yeah. blown away by that play, play call. Yeah. And so, Will's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Will, that's the most animated I've ever heard Will on, on air. Great. Like, he went straight into microphone mode, and I was like, huh? Yeah, he, oh, he was wanting the mic. He oh, took yeah. it from me as I was trying to get out of the booth. But He babbled so, that whole time while so, you were going. Uh, the, the, ups, <laughs> the, the surprise, I, mean, I don't even think, we can't even call him a surprise. I mean, Sylvan Hills is one game away from a state title. We're playing for one. Um, How do but, we get on the other side of the bracket? The, the, other, state, the other side is Greenwood and Marion. No. Marion. Marion won. Yeah, Marion beat Van Buren, Greenwood That's beat 6A. Whoever. That's what we're, yeah, 6A. Yeah. Now, what are we doing on 5A? Do we know anything? Well, I'd have to go Can back and look. I know Pull P- it up real quick and kind of spout this on there. I know PA win. Got a couple minutes. Hang on, let me get over here because there was a. No, Bryant's going to be there. 
Let's see. Only thing will be Brian is going to be COVID. Yeah, yeah. Brian's there, and, and with Bentonville getting beat. And Austin led better kids, impressive. Well, and he's a hog too, but on a different sport. When, when yeah, when when ben, yeah. with Bentonville getting beat, that just that that's why it's for Brian. They, yeah. So in seven A, Bryant and Conway play this week at Bryant, and then Cabot in North Little Rock, which is going to be All one central. well of a game. I mean. Stop me if you've heard this before, because I, and I know you won't stop me, but the high-flying Cabot offense that's going to throw for hundreds and hundreds of yards. They did have that transfer from Cersei. But, I mean, again. But I'm saying this is a Cabot ca- has <laughs> run the ball written all over them for years. Yeah, until until Coach Reed gets there, and now so they let are let me show you what's up. wide open, chuck the ball all over the field. They'll get North Little Rock. I will be rooting for Cabot in that game. Of course you will. In the 6-8 is Greenwood and Marion on one side of the bracket. Sylvan Hills and Lake Hamilton, which will be our ni- natural about, state sports game of the week this week. Talk about stretch the state. Yeah. Greenwood <laughs> and Marion. God, Smith to Memphis. And talk, <laughs> I mean, think about that. Excuse Everybody, me. when Marion moved forward because of the Benton forfeit because of COVID, everybody's like, oh, man, Van Buren's going to be, or actually, I think everybody's like, oh, man, Jonesboro's got the easy run to the state title game, or at least to Greenwood. Jonesboro, Jonesboro gets beat by a pretty good Van Buren team, but then Marion, out of nowhere, a team that, I mean, they've Thank played you. well this year, but out of nowhere beats Van Buren, and now they're headed to play Greenwood. I, I have to think that that game's not going to be over really close. would have won, you could have had the Patriots versus the Patriots in the final. Yeah, I don't think Marion's getting past Greenwood, but hey, stranger things have happened. Yeah, look at Central and Fayetteville. So, yeah. Oh, man. It's so bad. Yeah, so sure. 5A. There's a lot of teams. Harrison and Whitehall. Whitehall went and beat a really good Batesville team, which was highly surprising. Harrison's impressive. Yeah, so Whitehall gets Harrison. Lakeside, a team that we saw earlier this year, gets to battle against Little Rock Christian. Little I like Rock Little Christian. Rock Christian there, I think. I got a buddy that's a coach over there. I got to pull for them. PA and Magnolia on the other side of the bracket. Is that, oh, what's his name? Ford? Yes. Ford? Yeah, Ford? Yeah, I don't he, think he plays football. I was wondering. I mean, he looks like he sure enough do it. He, yeah, he's solid enough to. And then below that, on the other on that side of the bracket, win. Who just dismantled our, our Maumel Hornets this Sad past banana. week? Sad banana. And uh, Texarkana, who you know, Texarkana had a lot of high hopes coming into this year, and then couldn't play because of COVID. Like every five, game, they, oh, they're undefeated. Yeah, well, I mean, because their first five games, their first five games were canceled because of COVID. Like not their problem; it was the other team's fault. Coming in hot. So yeah, I mean, they, that was a team that had some promise. Everybody kind of wanted to see get to play. They go five and zero. Oh. They you know they get the win over Alma to open the playoffs, then go to Moralton and take care of a, of a, more, a really pretty good Moralton team that was p- expected to win that game. So, again, I think you're, if I had to make picks in four A, I'd go Harrison, Pulaski Academy, Win, and Christian Five A. Sorry. So, and like then said, I'm not even going into four A because there's still too much football left to play. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, make sure you join us this week. Uh, for the Natural State Sports Game of the Week, once again, we'll be at Bla- Bill Blackwell Field on Friday night. So To hear some more of those great old, what do you call them? His, what is that? Pseudonyms? Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Probably way off on that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ShamWow on the Serengeti. I'm looking forward to that. There's best in the state. There's a on the pasture. 100% best in the state, no doubt. That's going to cost him a Lincoln. <laughs> that was good too. Yeah, that like guy, that, that guy's awesome though, man. He is. He's a lot of fun. I love being he out looks there. Like Santa Claus. <laughs> Can you go wrong? And, and, and hey, look if you're list, if you're looking for a a uh, very inexpensive opportunity to do some 
sponsorship advertising type stuff, we have some opportunities. Please. Just shoot us a message on our Facebook page, uh, or I believe we've even got a, I think Will's got something set up on here, but shoot us a message on Natural State Sports, and uh, we'd love to talk to you about sponsorships. This is going to be a big game. We've we've had over 58,000 views on our game so far this year. Pretty good, pretty good bit. Yeah, I think we're going to, I think we're going to top 10,000 easily in this game. Uh, we will be the only option for streaming. It's one of the few games left in the 6A. They're obviously a semifinal game, only two games left before next week. Two big-time programs. We are gaining traction. So, yeah, I, I, I like what we have to bring to the table this week. So, give me a shout if you if we, if we you are looking for some advertising opportunities. And um, other than that, man, I guess I don't have much else. No pod with Tyler and I this week, obviously, with no, no game this week. So, nothing to preview. Maybe we'll talk some basketball at some point over the weekend. Who knows? Maybe we'll throw a special pod out there. I don't Let's get know. them hardwood hogs rolling this week. That's right. So, everybody make sure that you uh, – Start your must-bus. Get your must-bus shirts on. Front and center on Wednesday night. I believe that's an ESPN Plus game. So, um, looking forward to it. Andy, you got anything else? Man, I don't know. I don't think I do. You don't? Nothing? Nothing at all. Okay. Nope. Uh, Sounds good to me. Just stay COVID-free and enjoy your Thanksgiving turkey. Yes. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Eat way too much. Yep. Wake up on Friday. I'm going to go kill something. I've already done my Black Friday shopping. There you go. I don't know what we're doing. I'm sure I we're bought a safe. That sounds exciting. It was. Yeah. Nobody else was going to buy it for me, so I bought it for myself. Okay. Well, all right. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And until next week, woo pig. Woo pig.